we are back. We're back. Thank you. Uh, I hope everyone had a good holiday break. It's the new year. New new you. Not us, though. We're staying the same. Right. No no improvements. I'm still working on my um, the things that I said that I would do from 1987. Right. Yeah, when I was a teenager, I was like, okay, I'm going to turn my life around. Right. And uh, it's, I've been working on it. That's why when my, my mother died, I ended up uh, preserving her body and I just have her in a uh, rocking chair that I, that I constantly, while I'm doing stuff, I have a string attached to my finger and I just can rock her, you know? That's nice. You want, to, want her to feel comforted. Um, Marius has his cat on his shoulder. <laughs> it's pretty cute. It, it kind of looks green screened. Like you guys should be like, it'd be cool if you guys were like flying. You know, or, He's or, like, or crawling down a sewer, you know, looking for for trash. That would be cool. I would love to look look for trash sometime soon. Or at least I saw that cool song, uh, "Cat Scratch Fever," could be playing uh, while we do the show. I especially like the lyrics where he says, "I I, I make a, a pussy purr by the stroke of my hand." <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ted Nugent, Mr. Wow. Ted Nugent, if I ever see you, I, I you know, I shake your hand and say, "Thank you." Your your poetry changed my life. I was when lost. I say shake your hand, I mean I, I, I'll, I'll actually shake your neck. <laughs> I'm going to stroke your hand. Make a pussy purr with a stroke of my hand. You know I like your glands. I don't know if he says that, but I would imagine he says that. Yeah, he loves to, to sing about glands. Like, yeah. He's really well known for that, more than most other rock and roll acts. Right. The most erotic, tend to shy away most, from He that. wrote a song about it. No, the most erotic time he's ever had is when when uh, his his lady friend had the flu and her glands were swollen, and mm-hmm. it, just, it really excited him, and it, he became tantric, and that's why he wrote yeah. uh, "Cat Scratch Fever" and yeah, the rock and roll boogie woogie. Or right. Well, some some people are feet guys, some people are are boob guys, and some people just they kind of fixate on the glands. Right. Like, it's like, why are you always staring at the back of the side of my neck? You know, can I sit next to you? That's like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like any guy that says he wants to sit next to you, like yep. when you're eating out at dinner, it's because he's, man. he's a gland man. He's obsessed. He's got pictures of, you know, zooming in on celebrities' glands. You go to, right. there's like the wiki feet, there's wikiglands.com. You go there and you can rate different celebs. You just got medical books about glands and what to do, how to get them you know how to get them more swollen how to get them bigger right what kind of diet to to make us gland swollen how could you be oh, how can i make my girlfriend all gland <laughs> um yeah getting cosmetic gland enlargement surgery right you know go to mexico or uh thailand to get it done a little cheaper He's a gland man. This would be a song, you know, like he's got legs, but the gland version of it, it would be like Ario <laughs> Speedwagon. It would be like a super group starring the bass player of Ario Speedwagon and like yeah. uh, the guy from, I don't know. Well, yeah, he's frustrated because they would never let him write the lyrics since he's like, I'm going to start my own super group. Yeah. I'm like, I get to be the front man now. I get to strut around to wear a, dust, a duster on stage and sing about glands. Yeah, I go to Cabo Wabo. You know, and scare and scare the the faculty, scare the people there you know, <laughs> with my song about glands. I saw something about it was like, oh, if you, I don't know what the context was. I was on Instagram, I think, but someone posted up. It was like a picture of something. It was like, oh, if you're like instructions, like if you're not, if you don't have saliva, then massage your gland in between your ear and your your jaw. I don't know why you need to do that, but apparently, 
if you massage that your saliva gland, which is over there, you yeah, get extra, and you get extra. You get more if you're yeah. having trouble with. So, like for during a job interview or, a, yeah, if you're not drooling enough, I guess or something. Right, right. You, that's a little life hack. You can just kind of massage that gland. I guess that uh, excites yeah, yeah. it or uh, stimulates it. it. Stimulates it. Yeah, it makes it move. Yeah, like if you want your lips to be wet during a job interview, or like if you're. Yeah, you know, have a tryouts or whatever, and you want to be moist. Yeah, I guess you know if yeah, definitely like a tryouts or yeah, meeting your your sex partner's parents. You know, you're coming over for dinner for the first time, and you want to you want to enjoy the meal. You're having right. dinner, and so you want to make sure you're very saliva heavy. Yeah, you're you can chew with your mouth open and stuff, and they hear that how saliva. How much saliva I think if you, you if you do it, it not just stimulates it in, in the sense where more saliva comes out, but I think it's the enzymes are stronger, and so you don't need to chew as much, and so yep. you could, like, if you want to impress your girlfriend's parents, you you, know, you just kind of you're just yeah. constantly swallowing the food. Yeah, you just let it kind of sit in your mouth and let the enzymes break down the proteins and stuff. Yeah, you just put the mouth in your food like the steak, a giant piece of steak, and then you yep. you, you, you know then you sit there and you stare at their parents, but then your eyes roll back into your head. And they know, and they can see, they yep. can sense the pheromones the, of, of the uh, you know saliva coming out. Yep, just the the, the breaking those proteins down. You know, then um, they're starting to feel erotic, and you don't know if maybe there could be some special thing happened between all you guys. Yep, there's no there's no law against it. You can make no. love to an entire an entire family. Well, I think that there is actually. I think there are a lot of laws against it. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're an outside party, you're not married in, you're just a guy that showed up, right. you know, to a house. Right. There's three people living there. Yeah. You heard that there's going to be a, a, a lamb fricassee or a lamb scampi and you, you showed up. You just showed up and your, your pheromones are going nuts and they're picking it up. When, when we were kids, we would, uh, I lived near this lake and around the lake would be like kind of fancy houses and we would just we would dress up in, uh, you know, whatever white shirt that we had, white tuck-in shirt, and we would mm-hmm. go to these parties, and they would be big, and wander around and cause <laughs> cause mayhem and mischief. Like we would like like you know I don't know steal like food and you know like throw food in the pool, do whatever the kind of stuff. But it was <laughs> kind of a fun thing, and I hope kids are are doing that. So no, you just have like, to like kind of look the part a little bit, like you wear a button down that's tucked into your your khakis, and then exactly, and then you're and we, good to go, and you're good to go, and we go, and, we, and then we got really bold, and one time we crashed a wedding at a at a, a country club, mm-hmm. and we just showed nice. up. We just but the thing, the trick is you don't go through the front; you just crawl through the grounds. Like you have to, you do have to go over a small swamp. It's more yeah. of a bog, yeah. but you walk through that, you know. You put on your waders and you crawl through. You crawl through, yeah. And then across the golf course, you know. And yeah. they see you, they're like, why are the guests coming from the golf? <laughs> they're covered in, in bog water. Yeah. Why? And we were just, Got I lost. just remember people, some people like, are you going somewhere where you shouldn't be with that? And, we, and like, my friend and I both had bottles of, uh, like, you know, I'm sure, it was, I'm sure it was like one was whiskey and the other we didn't know. And it was just like some liqueur, you know, some like heavy <laughs> sugary that we probably downed. Yep. God, you gotta finish it. Drink this peppermint schnapps. Yeah. That was, I remember my friend stole that one time. He stole, I was like, really? You stole, but even I knew, I was like, peppermint schnapps. And we yeah. had to like, we were trying to drink it and just, I couldn't do it. I'll really. give you a tum tum ache. It's too, too much. Yeah. Only Santa can drink it. Yeah. But he loves that stuff, but he's, he's got, you know, an iron gut. So. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like that's like something that the teenagers always drank was was peppermint schnapps. Yeah, or peach. The first time I had peach, peach schnapps, I was like, oh, you put orange juice in this, and you could drink, you know, seventeen of these. Mm-hmm. Is that like a you know my like leg, a, my leg a fuzzy navel? Yeah, fuzzy navel. But then your legs get like swollen as hell, and you can't walk <laughs> the next day. <laughs> Worth it. You know, you just you can't walk, or, or you have to you, you have to you see your grandfather, and he's still sleeping. He's got one of those huge shoe boot things. Yeah, those that old people wear. They're like they're, it's like it's like size size sixteen or seventeen, you know. But it's also really fat and wide. And you put that on next thing you know, you can go about your day. Yeah, you can just move about. What, what, what makes what makes what is that gout? The gout that makes you have to wear those big shoes. Like they're like. They look yeah, like, like cement just, blocks. You're just getting so swollen. Yeah. I mean, eventually just stuff starts breaking down and like uh, right. the meat starts pulling apart, I guess. Right. And the fluid, the fluids have to drain somewhere and they choose your feet. And right. you know, because they think they like the liver when it's draining, it chooses it as it's, it's people don't realize, but that each organ is, is kind of its own, you know, yeah. they can, they can think they have a parasympathetic system. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like your stomach, your stomach has like, um, there's like kind of like an extension of your your brain, like nervous system in there. But it's the same with all your your organs. They're thinking. They're like, where am I going to squirt squirt this bile? And they're communicating, and they're you know sometimes they're fighting, and sometimes when you don't feel good, it's because they're having a quarrel. <laughs> they're disagreeing, having a gentleman's disagreement. They're gonna have a. Uh, they're gonna do a duel. They gotta. They gotta settle it like like gentlemen, you know. Just put that bile. It's going to shoot bile towards the kidneys. Yep. And the kidney but, says, no, I will go into renal failure. But sometimes, you know, I mean, I guess it just thinking about the laws of gravity, it's eventually going to dribble down to dribble your feet. Down. Speaking of which, that I do like that, um, that guy, the Blazers guy. He's a rapper and he's got that song called Dribble Down. It's a rap about dribble, dribble down, rap, dribble, dribble, rap, 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 dribble down, 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 and they're all dressed in like powdered wigs. What's his name? Uh, what's the famous guy from Portland? He's the most famous guy. Do not know. They rap, dribble, dribble down, and then all of a sudden it gets real 16th century. Then it's like 14th century, and then it's like you know, it's like, like Bach, like, yeah, like clavinet, like, yeah, cool stuff, cool. Everyone's in powdered wigs and those, you know. Elizabethan collars he is and he's playing basketball and he's singing about that kind of stuff yeah kind of like that the Bismarcky video where he's like right. at the piano right doesn't he wear in like a powdered wig in that one <laughs> Bismarcky I, don't, I actually don't know <laughs> like in the you like uh like you said he says just his friend whatever that song you, was you got what I need is yeah. he is he, in, is he wear that's good 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 on him man he died what a bummer yeah, he should. That's he should live forever, but not in like a painful turning into a, in a good puddle. Way. That's just nerves firing off pain. Yeah, you know, he he would live forever, but he would just be in ecstasy. Right, he would be. He would actually go through heaven's gate. Yeah, uh, I've been enjoying this guy. Uh, he was he was the guitar player, founding guitar player for a rock and roll band called Agnostic Front. Vinny Stigma. I'm, I've been enjoying him. He's like one of those weird characters where you're like, oh, you should you should definitely have your own TV show, you know, kind of thing. It's like uh-huh. really funny New York, you know, maniac. He's like he doesn't take himself too seriously, but he's also super like you know, you know. He was in a band called Agnostic Front in the in the early '80s in New York in the hardcore scene. Pretty tough, yeah. tough boys, some really tough boys. 
Yeah, there's some issues to work out. Strutting around, you know. Yep. The, the mean streets. But if you ever look at videos of Vinny Stigma, he's pretty fun. He's a pretty funny guy. He's like, I can't explain it. I don't know why. Even if you don't like hardcore, which I know you do. Anybody who like listens to the show loves <laughs> obsessed, obsessive hardcore. I can't hear fanatics. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 it has to be over 160 beats per minute. <laughs> I never really got into hardcore. I remember there was like that Seattle band Botch. They were like kind of post hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would go see them sometimes, but right. even that was just like it was just too. There was nothing yeah. to grab onto. Yeah, me. I mean, like the, the like the, the like I think you know the second generation of hard that would be that would probably be third generation of hardcore. Yeah, for sure. But like the second, even the second generation, I, I had a I I didn't really listen. I mean, like I tr- really tried. Like I remember I bought all the records, like the Gorilla Biscuits, and some of it was good, and you know, Bold Youth of Today, and you know. Uh, you know, I I listen to Slapshot, the Boston band Slapshot, and all that stuff. But it's like, but but the first ones had a lot of musicality, and there was less rules, right? Yeah. And so it kind of it never. But I did sometimes like just the sheer. But the third, there were some third generation ones that were really cool, like that band, um, like uh, all those bands from Olympia and San Diego that were just it was like sheer brutality. Yeah, yeah, it would get like just yeah, like insane. Like really, like 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 the first time you hear it, you you can't wrap your head around it. You know, it's so f- insane. Yeah, I mean, Botch was kind of like that. I liked like some of the guitar work. Like they were like, they really were cool. really tight and really really good. Like very crazy, like wiry. You know. Yeah, but I'm talking about like like DRI that that record dealing with it. That record's insane because it's just it's so fast, but it's like little these little. Beatles songs, you know, they're like these little, <laughs> like you know, I mean, even though it's like brutal and, mm-hmm. and lyrically it's brutal, it still has this kind of musicality to it. And then yep. those bands you could hear, like well, I think they tunes. really like that band SSD Control, and it's just like, and it's like kind of like macho machismo, yeah, just angry, angry boys. Man, I'm I'm glad you guys tuned in to Hardcore Hour when we talk about the history. I literally know nothing, which is actually not true. I actually just read. You know way more more than me. I I know nothing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I liked it when I grew up. That's the thing. It's like it's like I remember. I mean, I I saw it in the late '80s, and it was very skinheady and terrifying. We would go to these shows, and I would literally just be like, I just felt that feeling of something could go wrong at any second. Just yeah, it was a very high. It wasn't like (laughs) you just see you just see it like people would fight for no. Why are these people fighting for no reason? They just need to get it out. But yeah, when people tune in, they want to hear us talk about fusion jazz. Like that's what right. you know. Well, we are, yeah, from, from CTI to Baltimore <laughs> hardcore. <Cool. laughs> I do like the seat. Man, it's so funny. I was like, I can't get it. And now I'm just like, all of a sudden, so I was like, oh, I like the seat. I get it now. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I actually you know, liked it, but. They're like, there's like all the middle parts of the song where it'll just kind of, it's like, it would right. be a good five minute song, but it's like 15 minutes. Right, like, the part I where they're it. like, "Oh, we're being jazz," but it's like, "No, it's not." I don't this like is that. something. This is yeah, something like, else. You don't have to do the whole jazz stuff. Yeah. You can just do the cool funk. Just, just do, just get, get in the groove. Yeah, get in the groove and stay there. Yeah, yeah, I do like the CTI. I, I listened to a lot of that stuff um, this Christmas, which was kind of, which was a fun thing to listen to because I don't usually, you know, you don't put it like anytime yeah. I'm putting stuff on, I'm putting on, you know, like. Uh, you know, I'm putting on, um, 
Yeah, I guess I what what am I listening to? <laughs> I don't I don't Heavy Breather Podcast. Just listen to myself talk. Hello, mommy. <laughs> mommy <laughs> the, the, I listen to the mommy tapes, do you? Yeah. Mommy I, I do love the mommy tapes. You know, Manson sings, Hey man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's funny because I remember people love to say, "Oh, it's he." Actually, it's really good, and I just remember hearing it and being like, "No, this isn't very good. This is just this doesn't sound right." But, no, it's not good. There is that one song that he wrote for the Beach Boys that I kind of like. And it is very weird. The lyrics are kind of creepy. Um, that it came out in like the like one of their like you know nineteen seventy records, right? And it's not bad. Not bad. A little ditty, you know for. For right. uh, you know, I do, I do like, guy. I do like a helter skelter. I have done one. I have done one helter skelter in my life. I, everyone should do one. No, they yeah, should. I don't know. I feel like maybe I I missed my I missed the window to helter oh skelter. God. I can't believe we did it. I mean, think about it. We just I mean, we were sixteen though, and we broke into my friend's house who was out of town, and we rearranged in their furniture, and it took nothing. <laughs> Just, just uh, you just walk in and everything right. feels wrong, and you're right. right. But I'm sure. I think I now I'm kind of remembering. I think like the person was like, "Did you guys do something? Come over. <laughs> did you do this?" <laughs> I had a feeling, but that was like my hometown. You could, you could like people would go on vacation and leave like you know you could leave like your back door open. Yep, that kind of thing. Chicago, famous for yep. Neighborhood. It's true. People don't realize Chicago how safe it is. You can just so safe. Do whatever you want. Wander around. Yep. Just wear a baseball cap. Tilted to one side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not like Portland. It's a very safe. Uh, people say, but people think it's uh, you know the homeless situation. Although you know there is downtown some mental illness violence that's been I think yeah. bubbling up, which is terrifying. I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, it's the same here in San Francisco. People, the way people talk about it is if it's like this war zone and I'm just right. like, I mean, I, you know, there's bad stuff, but like, I don't know if it's really any, I mean, if I went to LA and if there's like parts of LA that felt very apocalyptic to me and I just think yeah, there was definitely certainly parts recently about San Francisco because I've, I've been seeing people talking about it. Yeah. And Portland too. I mean, there's parts of like, I yeah. still, I've never lived anywhere with more like concentrated homeless people than Portland I right. mean, compared to San Francisco or Oakland. I think Portland's worse, but the way people talk about it is you know crazy. Why, man? It's because we feed them here, man. <laughs> you know, if we stop feeding them, man, you know. Yeah. But people are oh, mad. So tra- they leave their trash everywhere their trash is everywhere where are they where do you think they're gonna leave it yeah yeah we took an uh where, like where a, do you a, think where are they gonna go imagine your house imagine you for three days in the trash that you make and yep. now put you but you're in an outdoor area and yep. you in your all this trash we took a, a, a an uber a while ago and the the, the person that we took it uh, the driver was like complaining about she was like yeah that you know the homeless people they they get their free food and then they just leave the packaging on the street right, and i was right. like what are they supposed to do with I'll it like, like, I, I, you know what i do i go around and i get them and i've used them for food i've been taking them and i put them in these giant bins man me and my friend you gotta check it out <laughs> like if i had been abandoned by society 
And right. I got, I had like a, you know, got a, like a plastic thing of rice or whatever. Like, I don't give a shit if I yeah, put You have it to in. be respectful. You, how dare you, the entitlement of, you need to be respectful and put, if, if I were, if I, if I were that like that, I, I already am like this. I would yeah. just walk down the street and I'd just, I would throw the, the thing into the air behind <laughs> yeah. me. You know what I mean? Screw all of you. I like, don't. It's all. Like, yeah, this just, isn't right. This is, this, this is a place where, where we, we, you know, bailed out the banks we just bailed out all the airline companies we bail out you know it, it just the money is there we have we just have yeah, 455 billion dollars for 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 our uh, you know jets and defense like weird or built our weird shitty you know jets that like can't don't even take off for trillions of dollars but i do like the argument that if we give them a handout then they just won't do anything which is a funny yeah. thing to say because I think that that's like with all these people who have inherited all the money and are the in control. They don't really do anything; they just make decisions. Dumb. They yeah. do their thing, you know. Yeah. Like, do you think Elon Musk is sitting there? He's like, he's like coming up with the plans. He's like, he's like on a computer, looking at the t- making the Tesla engine. <laughs> well, no, his plans are like we're going to build a tunnel that one car drives through. Right. And it, it's like it's like a, yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. And the thing is like a death trap. And then right. cities are like, well, I like do like that part. I, that's the part where I, I was like, yes, that's a good the death trap part. You like that? Yeah, and it, it just it tells you straight. If you come into this tunnel, you will die. <laughs> you will be engulfed. It, right. The thing will fall. It will collapse, and there will collapse. be no saving you because there's physically no way to get into the the collapsed cave because it, it just be has two, two openings. Here. Yeah, you, this is your. This you will, will be, be your no, grave. You, you, this part of the earth will be forever a, a memorial to you. Yep. Yep. I well, do like not, that. Not a bad way to go. That isn't a bad way to go. I now I've changed my mind. You know, Musk is a genius. I mean, if I was like one of those real weird Musk guys that like is on the internet obsessing over him, that that is definitely how I'd want to go. I would right. want to be driving through one of his little weird. Green yeah, tunnels totally. and have it collapse on. Uh, we go to Mars. Really? That's where? Really? We're gonna go to? We're gonna go to Mars? That's where we're gonna go? Wait, we're gonna go to Mars? Did you just say we're gonna go to Mars? Yeah, we're gonna go to Mars. We're gonna go to Mars. Like, okay, so the Earth is an uh, is uninhabitable, right? Yeah, because we've destroyed it. Yeah. So, but we're gonna go to Mars where it's worse, and then we're gonna figure out how to live there. It just it's so weird it's like what would they think like i'm gonna we're gonna build a spaceship and we're gonna this would be the thing to do if he was smart look get get a hold of him because i got ideas if we build a spaceship and we're gonna go look for the planet or whatever we're gonna go yeah. you know we're gonna bring we're gonna shoot tesla cars out there and yeah people will be so because they're gonna be like is this a pontiac yeah or a chrysler and they say no right. it's tesla it's a uh, tesla it looks like that kind of looks like a chrysler but it, it's definitely not it's the Pontiac Tesla, the new Pontiac Tesla. <laughs> I mean, instead of going to Mars, like there's so there's huge swaths of uninhabited Earth that are kind of uninhabitable. Right. And if they would take some work to make them, you know, livable, exactly. It would be more way so cheaper. than yeah. 
to, I mean, because to, because I mean, what, I mean, what's the difference? They have air right? already. Like you know, you go to like the middle of nowhere in you know Montana or whatever. You have to build infrastructure, but that there's air and water. There's air and water, so at least you can breathe because you're, you're not having pretty, to import the air and the water to Mars in a constant, steady flow. As the and also, if they at what point do we are we going to get there? Because if they what's what's the Earth looking like? Because are we going to be able to sustain this? And obviously, it's just rich people trying to. It's like a, just a rich people love boat. To, to yeah. Mars, going think, to live in a, a weird, huge, you know, yeah, bunker. They think it's going to be like a space bunker, but I, I don't know. I mean, this sounds boy. terrifying to me. I wouldn't want to to be out bunker there. You, you, I'd be pretty sure you wouldn't be able to like get a nice uh, sushi dinner out there, no, no. for example, or, or watch the bunker. You can't watch your uh, HBO Max stories. Yeah, when you're out on the 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 Mars bunker. God bless him, though. You know, he's got an emerald mine. His father got an emerald, you know, yep. mined emerald, probably displaced, you know, millions of Africans, probably poisoned yep. the water system. Yep. And there he is. There he is. Now he's, now he's a beloved public figure. He's such a good boy. He's a and, good you know, boy. and the thing is, I, I noticed he got a little high and tight haircut and everyone liked that. And I, I, I thought I was like, oh, because it's he won Time Magazine Man of the Year. And, you know, who also Hitler did, too. And yeah. I thought, oh, it was a little homage. I thought yeah. that was a nice touch. Little little wink and a nod to Hitler. Elon Musk, go fly a kite. Go jump in a lake. Jump in a fucking lake. You're a naughty boy. I know we weren't. We were saying we weren't going to swear on these shows. I've sweared like five times. I'm just giving it away for free. This is meant, okay. The swears are meant for the Patreon. But the thing is now, so the next Patreon we're doing, which is tonight, actually, yeah, there will be them. twice as many swears. And, we're gonna go and every time I say this, the we get more people. Just they buy, they buy, they buy, they buy. They want to hear the naughty stuff. You know, they love yeah, it. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna do all kinds of toilet talk. We're gonna talk about private parts. Right. Uh, you know, talk about uh, incest with my family members. You know, <laughs> having babies and just breeding and stuff. Yeah, you know, going stuff. yeah, going back in time, impregnating right. your own mother with yourself. That whole song and dance. That whole song and dance. <laughs> Everyone loves it. They tune in for it. They give us money. They give us their cash. They go to work. They slave at a job, and then they turn around and give us the money. Yeah, they they say I I, I don't know what to do with this money. I'm going to give it to these boys, and they're gonna they'll 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 handle it. They deserve it. They all know what to do. They seem they don't seem happy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this will cheer them up. Uh, do love you guys. Yep, love you. Appreciate you. Um, we, I, yeah, I guess we'll see, see you guys next week. Do, see you do, next time. Do you play any music or no? Do you yeah, well, I, I wasn't sure if I, I should, but I, I posted a little poll on the, the Patreon and people oh, nice. seem to I want the music to still go. So I, I, yeah, I'm still doing it. Yeah, that's probably what they actually, they just skipped to the music. <laughs> they just want <laughs> the little playlist. I hate you. Um, but yeah, so I, I do like, I just do like, you know, five songs or so. Cool. Good. It's for fun. All right, we'll see you next week. Yep, we'll see you next time. Bonus episodes on Patreon. Oh yeah, Patreon. Go to the Patreon. We need, we need this desperately. We're hanging on by a thread. See you next time. Bye. Bye.
Let's go, let's go, let's go. 
Music